getting experimental with the sprouts. Welcome to The Restless Midlifer, the podcast for those of us looking to rediscover the adventure in life. Find out more at restlessmidlifer.com. Hi everyone, it's episode 37 of The Restless Midlifer and apologies straight up in advance because I am multitasking today. This is my first attempt at both audio and video recording and whilst you know that you might think well that's straightforward, probably is actually, what I'm trying to do is also put those little jingles in as I go rather than then having to edit later. It's all about trying to simplify but in order to simplify, I'm probably actually making things a little bit more complicated in the moment. <laughs> Multitasking is not a great forte of mine. Um, anyway, so let's get on with the show. This experimentation process. <sighs> Over the last few weeks, we've talked about how do we learn from what we what happened in 2021 to take the lessons learned and apply them to our goal setting for 2022 and the direction of travel and you know trying to make our habits more life proof i guess because the challenge is as always that you know we have our ambitions we have our dreams and desires and the direction that we want to go with things but we also have the day-to-day stuff the demands the cabbages you know that that are chucked in there that can unseat us can can get in the way and really just add a lot if you know a lot of friction to the system to the our attempts and even just distract us to a point where we forget that we've even got a goal and that we've even got um, efforts to make towards that. And I think that's one of the big challenges, isn't it, about um, New Year's resolutions in particular. But this is where, you know, and I've said it throughout the, through the weeks, that, that getting real, getting real with our sprout sweating involves taking into account life the future, what may happen, the uncertainties. We can't predict that. I haven't got a crystal ball. I haven't found one that works yet anyway. And, you know, if if anything, we know that life is going to continue to be uncertain and unpredictable. And life is also going to have its demands, responsibilities, duties, and, and lots of unexpected things. And we need to navigate that, fulfill our commitments, be who we need to be within the ecology of our life. Yes, there might be decisions and changes around that that we can make as part of our goal setting. But on the whole, we want to navigate towards our goal, taking into account the realities of those things, the things that we're not prepared to change or not wanting to change. So with that, what I want to do, I want to get you to think about, and I've said it before in earlier podcasts, but I'm going to give you a particular technique and approach to help you with this, is to get experimental, to treat your sprout sweating as a series of experiments, as daily experiments. And what do I mean by that? Well, you have hopefully an idea of your bigger vision, your bigger goal. And as I said in earlier episodes, my Operation D Move episode, um, mine is to be fitter at 66 than I was at 45. And in order to have that bigger goal, that's fine, but I need to translate it into something nearer, something that I can focus on in the near term, on the nearer horizon. And that for me is the Operation D Move, which I've talked about. And incidentally, I will, in a couple of episodes, have a feedback listener question show. Well, I'll, I'll update you on that and my burpees as well while I'm on my 60 till I'm 60. Um, anyway, so that, that nearer term goal gives us something a bit more tangible. That allows us to then break things down, you know, slice that cabbage size goal into slices, into areas that I can focus on, and then chunk those slices down into sprout size goals. And I've talked about this over episodes in the past. The sprout size, not, it's not the sprout size goal, sorry, sprout sized habits, actions, behaviors, routines, rituals. That sprout sweating is 
the key part, isn't it? It's where if we do that more often than not, we're going to move in the direction of trouble. However, we have to contend with a real life happening and getting in the way, but also our be our mindset, our self sabotage, or as I like to call it, the self cabotage. That mindset that often says, "What's the point? It's just a little sprout. It's only one thing. I'll oh, just give it a miss today." A bit like Rosie, my daughter, when she's trying to get out of brushing her teeth. Oh, can I just miss it today? I'll, I'll, I promise I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And we, we we do that with ourselves, don't we? But we also know, especially if we're giving advice to to our little ones, is that you miss one then they've got a bit of a hook for, well, you know, I didn't have to yesterday. And then it builds. And how often do we do that bartering and negotiation with ourselves? So self-cabotage isn't just about beating ourselves up. It's about those little mini negotiations to get out of, or it's fine, just leave it. And that's fine, because that, that's human. So it's not about getting tough in the sense of cruel to ourselves and, saying, and driving ourselves. It is recognizing that that's what we do. But I think what we can do is shift our mindset a little bit to treat what we are doing in terms of the sprout sweating, the moving it towards the goal, moving in that direction of travel as experimentation. And be your own scientist, become your own experimenter. Yes, I love research. I love the evidence base of good research and what it can tell us. But what it can tell us is what tends to work for a bigger population of people or a bigger sample of people than not. And that's really useful to give us a, a, an idea, a prompt, a suggestion of what we can bring into our own life. But what it doesn't mean is that it will work in for me or for you or in the ecology of your life, your personality, you know, you, all of the things that you have to contend with. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. It just gives us a bit of a, diet, a pointer, an indicator of something we could try. And that's where if we bring it into our life and adopt that experimental mindset, that's where I think we can really play we can really start to give ourselves that lightness of touch around the sprout sweating rather than feeling like it's a grueling, grinding, do or die effort. <laughs> so that, that, that light touch, that experimental touch gives you a few things. One, it gives you the permission to pick some things knowing that they may not be the things, the sprouts, the habits that you will stick with um, or that will stay as you embed habits going forward. There may be some that you think, there's just no way I'm gonna stick at that, or that's actually not working for me, for whatever reason, you know, in whatever goal it is, and that's fine. We do need to give it enough time to see if it is gonna embed, if it does work for us, etc. But we also need to give ourselves permission to think, that one's not really for me, or it's not working. And that's where the experimental mindset, I think, comes in. Because, just because something doesn't work, we might have our first Failure, and for those who are on audio, I'm using air quotes for that. It's not failure, it's feedback. And I know that's potentially become a bit of a cliche, but in terms of being an experiment, that's exactly what it is. Experimentation, it's your first set of results. And we can use those first set of results to reinterpret, to tweak, to rethink, to reframe, and to change. And that's what experimentation is about. Evolving, building, changing, and getting closer to the, the ideal the ideal sprouts that we need to sweat as we move forward. And this is where I think I came across a great technique that's, that's, that arose out of research. Um, and it first came to my attention through listening to the Huberman Lab podcast. Um, Andrew Huberman is a professor and uh, in oh, neuroscience and, and uh, I probably got his expertise wrong there, but he has got a grounding in real science and 
he does this weekly podcast where they're two hours long. They're great. I love it because he deep dives into the science. And if you want to, if you if you love that kind of thing, I highly suggest it because he takes off in all sorts of different topics and directions. Really fascinating. And for me, it's a great source to just start maybe, oh, that's an interesting piece of research. Let's let's have a little bit, let's dig a bit deeper. But he did one on habits and uh, a great one to listen to because he talks about making and breaking habits. And I'll pick up on some of those and other things as we go forward in future podcasts. But a tool that I thought was really cracking to try, and I'm doing myself and I'll report on that with the Operation D move in a future episode is the 6 for 21 now I'm calling it 6 for 21 I don't know if that's the actual if it's even got a name but the the premise of this particular tool or approach is that you pick six habits for me and for you the sprout sweaters amongst us us restless midlifers who like to sweat sprouts pick six sprout sized habits that you are out of the pool of sprouts the habits that you could do pick six Pick six that are going to move you, you believe, in the direction of the, the interim goal and the bigger vision. Pick those six. And here's where the 21 comes in. For 21 days, you make a concerted, focused effort on executing and sweating those sprouts every day. So there, there need to be daily habits in this particular case, and they need to be sweated daily. But what we're doing is we're putting a time limit on the, how long we're going to make this focused effort. 21 days. Now, what the research and what you know, all research in habits is in is not isn't that not by by the end of twenty one days you're gonna have these six habits nailed. That's not the point of it. Habits take can take can take far far longer depending on the complexity of the habit, how much of a shift it is in your life, etc. So we're not going to be focusing on that. But the point is, you make for those six sprout sized habits twenty one days of effort, and then at the twenty one day point, this is the bit I love, is at twenty one days you take off that concerted effort, that focus, and just see what is left, what carries on, what carries on with less friction, with ease, if you like. And what, importantly, sprout-sized habits of the six fall by the wayside or require you to pick back up with some real effort. And that's the point. We're not trying to make effort at the 21 point. We're trying to let those sprouts go that do take that particular effort. And we want to see which sprouts are still standing. So if you think about this, right, so we've got our six habits, and I would encourage you to think about yours what those could be. We make an all-out effort for 21 days, and then at the end of 21 days, we kind of park the all-out effort, and we see which ones, which habits are trundling on, which ones we can sweat with minimal friction, and we do anyway. We don't necessarily need a nudge or a focus prod or something like that. They carry on. And here's where that's that we start to get the data, the research from this, the, the results back from our initial 21-day experiment. Which sprouts are already starting to cut a little groove into our life, into the habits, you know, the, the minimal the minimal friction, they're working for you, which ones are showing the most promise? And we pick those ones and we focus our efforts on just continuing to sweat those sprouts over time. And we let the others go for now. So the point is, we have a cluster of habits that are gonna move us forward. And in 21 days, we're gonna see which ones have potential to continue with minimal effort because Yes, you might have big goals and other things going on in terms of, you know, you train to run a marathon, if that's a goal of yours, for something like that. But we're trying to talk about the foundation. What habits can I keep going and can I start to just put into my life that I can almost set and forget in due course? That's what we're looking for. That's the that's the magic sprouts. The sprouts with the most cloud, if you like, the ones that we can do and we don't really need to think about. A bit like brushing the teeth. So that's the six for 21 day experiment. And what we're looking at doing is seeing what's left, two, one, two or three habits if we're lucky, continue those on and maybe then repeat this experiment, not directly after, maybe 10 days, a month later, we do it again. 
with a new set of habits. Perhaps we pick up some of the older habits that have dropped from the six, the original six, and we look at them and think, mm, maybe that one needs a shrinking down. That was too big. Maybe that was just too clunky for me to, to work this time around. I'm gonna shrink it down to something smaller. So rather than 20 minutes of, I do five minutes of, something like that. Or perhaps we recognize the time of day was wrong for trying to fit that one in. You know, we make some change. We might pick some of those habits that didn't stick and put them back into our second six for 21 experiment. And we run it again. And then we see what sticks afterwards. And over time, and we don't repeat and rush, we don't rush this. We spread it out so we can allow the, the fledgling habits that are sticking to really get some ground and some roots down in into our day-to-day -day life. And we start to build a real basket, I'm going to mix up my metaphors here, basket of sprouts, sprouts that we know day to day we're doing without, with very little thought. And they become part of our, our routines, rituals, our nature and who we are. And that's the key part because once we start to shift in sprout size ways, the habits towards that, we can start to see our sense of confidence and our sense of who we see we ourselves being shifting to, shifting in the direction of the goal and the big picture. So I guess that tool, I love that tool. I love this experimental approach. It's certainly working and worked for me in the past. Um, and it's working for me as an approach to combat the all or nothing. So what I'd be interested in is email me dave at restlessmidlifer.com. What are your six for 21? What would your six for 21 be? And how does it fit into that interim goal and the bigger picture? Give us your feedback, your thoughts, and let us know how your experiments go. I'd love to know what sprouts sweating efforts you you've got in relation to your goals and i will catch you next week i think next week i'm going to share an interview um that i did um with a, a friend of mine where we co-host another podcast to connect more uh, podcast I'm going to share that with you because i think there's a lot of additional thoughts and tips in there um and uh, i'll come back to you after that with a feedback show as well so i hope you've enjoyed that drop me a line at dave at restless midlife and i will catch you soon <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Restless Midlifer. For more links and details relating to the episode and the show, visit restlessmidlifer.com. And it would really help if you go to the show in your podcast app, click on review, and then rate the show and share why you value it. Until next time, proudly live your own restless midlife. Take care.